Blog Talk Radio. Gotcha. So you, you didn't have to do a pilot for yourself. 
So exactly, right? You, can... you have to do a pilot or pitch to somebody or ask permission. You just know that you're dope. You invest in yourself. You buy your own camera. You know, you put your own money forward because you believe in yourself and then let all the chips fall into place. And so it is that moment where you're like, I'm good enough and I'm going to invest in myself. And that's, you know, what the start of any kind of social media adventure, whether you do podcasting or whether you do blogging or blogging, whether you just go out there and take photos of yourself, that's just you saying yes to yourself. Hell yeah. Okay. I like that. That's that type of empowerment we need. And, you know, one of the things that you said on your one of your videos that stood out to me is, you know, you don't really talk so much about fake it till you make it. You, like, sell your strengths and buy your uh, buy your weaknesses. So speak a little bit on that based on what you just said there about, you know, go ahead and saying yes to yourself. So how do you how do you sell your strengths and buy your, your weaknesses? So one of my strengths would absolutely be that I'm a good um, – I have good ideas. Um, I have great okay. – um, messages, but I'm not necessarily the best speaker. So I have gone to like four different speech therapists because I speak very quickly. I tend to drop the ends of words. I stutter at times. And so that is something I had to invest in myself and buy it, hire somebody who's better. I'm definitely not a pro editor. Again, my storytelling, I think, is my strength. I originally went to school for journalism. Um, so I think my understanding of story is enhanced, but I'm not the most aesthetic and you know artistic person. And so I storyboard all my stuff and I creative direct them, but I may have somebody else come in and edit them, especially on bigger projects. And so I'm very clear, you know, about what it is I'm good and not good at. And I think that when we're in a world that's all about the thumbs up and the high fives and the likes, uh, it can be hard to really have that honest conversation with yourself and say, look, like you need growth here. Like you're not seeing the trajectory that you want because there's areas that you suck and that's okay. You know, like, don't focus on the negative areas, you know, so highlight the good things about yourself. And if you have extra capital or anything else or something to barter or trade off, you know, trade that off to buy one of your weaknesses. And I think for me, that's been a major transition point, you know, for in the past year, especially with me investing more in people. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it, it's kind of like the, uh, uh, figuratively speaking or whatever, it's kind of like the analogy I would say is like, uh, one of your videos, you talk about you know wearing your laundry, buying your lingerie or something to to your body type. If you know you have longer legs, you know, and no booty, but bigger breasts, you know, like wear something that accentuates your strength, and then you can you can go work out on the booty. You know what I'm saying? So that's more or less what you're saying, more or less, right? Oh, that's a big one for me because there's so many people that I know, and like that's another quote of mine: is meet yourself where you are. Uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to sexuality or sensuality, a lot of people are like, well. I don't do this because I'm not in shape or the way that my body works, I don't feel comfortable in certain positions. And I'm like, instead of canceling out an entire sexual activity or sex altogether or sensuality or partnership because you're not you know, where you want to be, why don't you just accommodate yourself from where you are? You don't have to get completely naked. If that thought terrifies you, I'm not going to sit here and say, rah, 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 love yourself. I'm going to say, okay, cool. If you feel better in a full fishnet bodysuit, that's hella sexy too. You know, meet yourself where you are. There's a lot of tools out there to accommodate yourself that you can feel confident where you are without forcing yourself, you know, into a role that you haven't yet achieved yet. Hell yeah, throw them fishnets on, ladies. All right, so um, that's uh, yeah. that's what's about. I think that's that's a very good message there because I mean, meeting ourselves where we at, like you say, in this rah rah age, or sometimes with motivational speakers. I mean, a lot of times it's with good intentions. They mean well, but they, you know you may kind of lose the message of um, really focusing on, you know, like, again, your strengths, but then also strengthen the things, you know, behind the scenes or whatever. You know, in your case, sometimes you're doing it right in front of everybody, which I think that's very helpful to others, you know. Yes, 
Exactly. Nice. Well, you know what? And one of the other things you said there is about uh, creativity. You know, and that's that's something that's been throughout some of your videos and stuff. And I think that's good. Uh, creativity, like you said, is like a superpower. And uh, if you want to elaborate a little bit on that, because I know you've done videos like I think the Sorry Girls and stuff like that. Um, how do, how would you tell the family to uh, embrace their own creativity? Well, first of all, you and your homework right now need a gold star. Like, I'm a thumbs up all that. Thank you for watching all that content. That really, like, brings a lot of warmth to my heart. Um, I would say, again, I honestly do not consider myself the creative person. And I make a joke a lot that I'm a robot, and I really see myself that way. Like, I like research. I like facts. I like information. I think I'm a left-brain person who was, like, dropped by accident in the jungle of <laughs> right-brain people. And so all my friends are right-brained and everybody around me, and I'm – I like to hang out with right-brained people, but I think my natural tendency is more to the left and more to the analytical side. And I'm very fascinated by people. Like I have zero musical talent at all. And if you watch the lap dancing video, you'll understand that. I could barely put my legs together to make a dance move. Uh, I can't sing. I can't play an instrument. I can't do art. It's just not my, my strong forte. And even things like photography, which, you know, I, I excel at, I think I'm good at it in terms of technical aspect but I'm not necessarily the most creative uh, but I because of that I love being around creative people and learning from them um, but I'm not shy about saying that like that's not you know my strength it's about the right partnerships for your strengths to come out and be celebrated and that is what I think has led me to my greatest success and my greatest happiness is is not only finding my strengths but supporting myself with people who appreciate those strengths oh yeah very nicely put I had to I have to bring this up because uh, you mentioned earlier about your dancing and everything. To me, that was the bravest shit I've seen or whatever. You did a very good job, <laughs> and then also because a brother has been in like uh, I, I felt like I had rhythm until I went to a fucking samba class or mm -hmm. um, African dance, and then I realized I had to rework some things. So to take people on that journey too and see all my unrhythmic movements and. Oh, man, I can't even imagine doing that shit. So, you know, big shout-out for you for doing that. I mean, that that of itself is empowering the people. No, I think that that's awesome, and that's one of those things. You kind of have to be just okay with that. And I was saying to someone the other day who was saying that uh, they're into positive affirmations and they're really into, like, sort of spiritual growth, but the problem is, like, I don't always feel positive. And I'm like, that's amazing. You know, to have somebody who has dedicated their life to this venture and to being a positive person who struggles with it is great. You know, to see myself as someone who claims to be a sexual expert or uh, puts myself on this pedestal of, like, sexual uh, atonement, the fact that I'm not perfect and I make mistakes, I think, helps people to realize that we're all on this journey together. You know, no one's doing it perfectly, and we all have our shortcomings, but at least we're trying. Uh, put, you know, put yourself out there and try. And even if you don't get the response that you're looking for, it may make someone smile or, or inspire someone in a different way. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, the goal of those, those videos. And so I'm glad that people enjoy them for that reason. You know, if it's not the sexiest thing you've seen, at least maybe it's the cutest. Right, right, right. You know, I, I think it's sexy, uh, and just me, and, you know, everybody is different, but I think it's sexy, too, when people take on their fears and, you know, you kind of fall a little bit. It's kind of adorable in a way. It's like, oh, you know. So that's, that's what's up, you know. And then, and then, you know, the people, you know, and I think that's the thing that forces the person to maybe keep going and get better, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's what's up. Uh, you had a guest on there, Giovanni Tate, and she, you know, she just really said about um, dancing uh, with simple, subtle movements and eye contact and how that conveys so much sensuality. What's, what's your feelings on, 
on that, you know, just the simple and the subtle things of expressing your one's sensuality. Yeah, I think in a world where we have such few face-to-face interactions, you know, in comparison to even five or ten years ago, uh, when we're really looking at people and paying attention and not having that itch in our hand, like, oh, my gosh, check my phone in the next ten seconds, Mm. when we really focus on people. And so when you give people that undivided attention and you really tune into them and you pay attention to them, it's one of the sexiest, most sensual things that you can do. And she was absolutely right. It is a matter of, it's not, it's less is more. Um, and I actually, I went to a nude resort actually in Jamaica and there was all these like sexy nights they used to have. And we all realized like, man, like when people make it cartoonish or cheesy or they do a lot, it kind of takes you out of the moment. It's the woman who was just wearing like a beautiful flowing um, summer dress or the woman who was just wearing a robe that your eye was more drawn to. So a lot of times when it comes to sexuality, we think, cheesy gaudy or pornographic but really it's just like sensual elegant and understated i amen you know uh, a couple of weeks ago i had um one of the three tantric masters um uh that i that i learned from and um she said something to the effect of about you know in our society there's either the suppression or the exaggeration of our sensuality and I think that's exactly what you just talked about. She said the exaggeration of it is, you know, basically just going to put us more up in our head. And then, of course, we know what suppressing it does, too. So um, I like that you, you know, you, you get that. That's that's dope, especially doing what Great, you do. Great, glad. Yeah. I, I know in one of your videos you um you had the uh, the wedge uh, box or whatever. The, the I guess you were just like the one where you had the laundry on or whatever, and then you had the different products from yes. Adam and Eve and everything. And you looked at the box, and damn, damn, you you had a very good point. I, you know, I, it did look like a damn porno uh, box, and you know the again the exaggeration of sexuality and everything. Yeah, and that's actually you know funny enough is I'm doing a collaboration with this company called Crave right now, and so I'm doing my own special edition version of their vibrating necklace. And I sat with uh, the engineer yesterday over breakfast, and we were talking about that, just how because of the fact that a lot of engineers or a lot of industrial designers are men, and it's dominated by, by men. So you don't get a lot of representation of how women want these product designs uh, or how women want packaging done or marketing done for things. And it's men's idea of what sexy is, and we're just like, no, we want – chic and clean Uh, we want it to be sleek and not embarrassing and a lot of the times sexuality tends to really miss the mark on that I think the reason why porn is uncomfortable for a lot of women is because it's like you just don't see yourself in that position and it's embarrassing the sounds they make is unrealistic uh, where I think women's sexuality kind of leans more into that sensuality versus that overt sexuality and I know for myself I'm like that and of course there's people who disagree with me but why I decided to even endorse that product is because it does represent exactly how I see my sexual self, which is not in your face, you know, wearing leather handcuffs, my mouth wide open. Huh. It's not that person at all. <laughs> no, we're, we're that actually the name of the show uh, uh, that I, I put up for us is uh, so sensual um, embracing your full sensuality. And uh, cause just that's what I picked up from your videos and everything is that you're someone who gets it about sensuality being, you know, it can be the you know the very overt in your face things too. Nothing wrong with that if that's very genuine for oneself. But for many of us, it's kind of a, a more subtle expression of it. It's that little bit of uh, eyeliner over top of the eye and everything, or that little 
uh, ankle bracelet, you know, and that for that woman, that that ankle bracelet like might might be like her ass hanging out, you know. And if you again, exactly. if you go to it, and if you if we can, you know, draw our attention to it and bring that same attention to it that we would the ass hanging out, then that's when people, you know, that's when the energy can flow. So that's a very powerful thing that you're talking about there. Yeah, and sensuality to me is just really being in tune with like how you're interacting with something or how you're finding enjoyment. And it's the literal word is obviously like playing with the senses, the smells, the touches, the sight, the sounds, the feeling of things. And that is what a sensual person is. It's somebody who's cognizant of the world around them, of the way their fabric flows against their skin, you know, the way they smell, the way that the wind hits them and how the person behind them interacts with their scent. And I try and sometimes when, for example, if I'm in an airport lineup and I'm like hella stressed out, I'm like, oh, this is taking so long. I'll do something simple like just petting my arm, you know, just to bring in some fun and some play and some sensuality to the moment. And so it's not always something that's overtly or designated for the bedroom. It's something that you apply, I think, to everyday life to be aware of your surroundings and finding a way to find pleasure in them. Very nice. Very nice. I mean, right there, you're you're a tantric master too. That's why they say, especially with women, uh, in in old school tantra from out of India and everything, a lot of the masters are are, are women, and the men have to go to the to the women to uh, to 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 actually learn and everything to humble themselves and to to get it because I mean, it's just something that's kind of I think innately. Again, speaking in generalities, but I think it's something that's innately in a lot of women to just get that. Um, to be sensual beings and everything. So, very dope, very dope. Um, That's a great compliment. In, yeah, oh, no question, no question. I mean, it, and especially in this world, Shan, where there's so many things that bring us into our head, in our head space, and take us out of our body. Um, for for people to, especially, you know, I mean, you have a following and everything, for you to be putting that and lacing that message in there, sometimes very outright and sometimes very subtly. You know, you're, but you're still doing the same thing where you're getting that message out to people to be a little bit, to bring it back to the body more. And I, I think that's very powerful, very healing. No, I agree. And I think, as, you know, what's funny is the other day I was talking to my partner and I was like, what percentage of people do you think are like great sexual lovers or great lovers? He said, a lot. A lot. I was like, a lot like what? And he's like, I don't know, maybe like 70, 80%. I was like, oh my gosh, how great it must be to be a man. You know, because I'm sure every woman, like, and I was having this conversation with my friend, and we were like, I don't know, 10%, 20, maybe maximum. Um, but maybe there are some points that like, women kind of naturally have more of a, a natural instinct for sensuality that they can apply to the bedroom, which is why a man, you know, would have greater success with various partners. Mm. Yeah, until he gets it, you know, I think that's that's kind of maybe the, the modality. Like, we keep hopping around until we can, we can kind of get it from a couple, oh, this is what they like, you know. So that that might be what nature had intended. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what it is. We're getting schooled. Uh, you said a, a, a sensual woman uh, with an interest in seduction needs to surprise, entice, and inspire, and this takes novelty. Uh, would you? And then you went into, you know, about creating everything. So, can you go a little bit into that about uh, novelty and how we can, how we can uh, even like you said, you said you're not a super creative person, but yet you're you're doing it. I think the word is authenticity, and I was having this conversation. I had a multi generational sex talk on my channel, and it was women in their teens, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties, and we got into this wow. mini debate about vanilla sex. And the older women were like, "What is this vanilla sex? You guys keep throwing around. What does vanilla sex mean?" And the 
teenager was like, well, it's kind of when it's like the standard missionary, not interesting. And then the older women were like, what's so wrong with male sex? What's so bad about that? Like, what if we like what we like? And I was like, I think that the misconstruedness here, you know, even the pressure to novelty, I think as a word is, has a lot of pressure associated with it. Cause it's like brand new, something different, unique, like, and people freak out like, Oh my God, buy a whip, buy a new vibrator, buy a strap on. We don't know what to do. We're like stuck. Um, but to me, novelty really is uh, authentic expression because if you're authentic in the moment, every moment will be different. Even if you're doing the exact same activities over and over again, if you are giving an authentic expression, it changes things just a little bit. A funny smell, um, a sound, a laugh, a, sh- a shared smile, a comment that is made, like those things, you know, bring surprise and intimacy in a unique setting and make the experience richer and different every single time. And that is actually something that I learned really uh, well from my c- current partner because of the fact we originally first started like being intimate with each other, I would find that he would do a lot of awkward things, but like awkward, like kind of pleasant, like he would wrap my legs up in like a ball and wrap me in a ball and like, you know, jostle me back and forth. And I was like, what is going on? But it was like, that's what he felt like doing. Or like, I'd look at his face sometimes, he's making these weird expressions. I'm like, oh, but it's so unrehearsed. It was refreshing. And I find that we're not aware of how rehearsed we are, you really tune into that. One of my favorite studies was they had uh, deaf people have sex, and they said that their sounds were so drastically different from the sounds that people make, you know, obviously who have hearing. So the sounds Mm -hmm. that we make in sex are so heavily influenced by what we hear in porn. And so even in those moments of orgasm and of of a full-on body takeover, we're still aware of how we're supposed to sound or what we're supposed to do or a face we're supposed to make. If you can separate yourself from that, supposed to, and just find what your authentic expression is in that moment, you will always have a sensual and unique experience every single time, even if it is the exact same two activities. Uh, Amen. Ashe, all of that. Family, go back and listen to what she just said. Let it seep in. Let it let, feel it. Let it liberate you because that's, that's some deep tantrika go up on the mountains in Himalaya shit right there for you. <laughs> For real, for real, that's some Tibetan monk shit right there. Um, wow. And, you know, and femininity, you know, I mean, there's something to be said about masculinity, too. I, I'm on the planet with the XY chromosomes, you know, to, to represent that energy. So, but femininity is like the ultimate novelty. You know, it's just there's no end to, to its expression and, and how deep you can go into it. So, um, yeah, that, that's dope. Um we already at the you know good conversations flow fast and we already at the under the five minute mark uh, actually almost at three. So what I want to do is I want to make sure you have the proper time for people to be able to find your channel. Um, I mean you have a great book. Uh, I read a short story, the the night we fucked ourselves stupid. <laughs> that was oh, dope. Yay. Yeah, that was dope. I read that. Uh, you know it was online and everything. Um, but yeah, tell the family what you know real real quick uh, about you know how they can you know find you more and then. One last nugget, if you will, and we'll be good. We'll be good. I would just go with shanbooty.com. It's spelled booty with a D. My last name is Boodram, so S-H-A-N-B-O-O-D-Y.com. That kind of takes you the various different ways you can interact with me, depending on what your comfort level is or what your interest is. And I think I'll leave you guys with my favorite quote, which is, I own it. They love it. It was something that liberated me this past two years at this point now, which just means when I stop focusing on other people's opinion and really just said well if people truly love me they will appreciate whatever makes me happy and so I stopped worrying just assume that people would love things and I just acted out of what 
my inner self wanted to do. And so owning my purpose and owning my truth um, and knowing in my heart that the right people are going to love it. And that, I think, was the biggest transition of my life that I want to share with your listeners. There you have it, wrapped up in a bow with you right there. I mean, that's that's a great one. I, I want to say, Shan, you know, um, I, you, you went over the different type of, with the art of seduction, the siren, the, the visual, the rake, the, dan, uh, the dandy, and so forth and so forth. Um, I feel like your show is a good, uh, it's like the ideal lover. You know, it's one who, uh, they, they see your greatness and they bring it out uh, to the forefront. I feel like the things that you say and the things that you're lacing in your shows and everything, you're, you're setting the stage for that to happen. So congrats to you. Keep going. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that compliment. I'll take Ideal Lover for 500, sir. And thank you for an awesome interview and for all the work that you've been doing. I really appreciate it. And uh, send me the link when it's done so I can post it up for all my people. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, again, family, you've been listening to Shan Booty, and I'm your host, uh, Shofar, a full show holistic health on Blog Talk Radio. And um, check out uh, her website and all the things that she said there. And, again, thank you for uh, coming through. Hold up. All right. Peace, Shofar. Bye. Peace. switched a lot of things in my life, but it's never worked out. I switched to being a vegetarian, but ate more bacon than ever. Every time I switch lines at the grocery store, I never pick the fast one. But one thing that totally worked out is I switched to Metro PCS and got a free Samsung Galaxy. Make the right switch, too. Move to Metro PCS and get a free Samsung Galaxy J7 with a huge 5.5-inch screen. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Plus sales tax. Exclusive numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details, terms, and conditions.